You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey, eh? God bless football, Stugatz. We have a delightful surprise for our audience today. Diana Rossini is going to join us. I'm very excited about this. And I have a delightful surprise for Billy Gill. I mean, this is Ooh. and Mikey has a very special update. Did some digging. Has a report on if the Hartford Whalers benefit at all from the merchandise sold by another hockey team. I mean. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't. I don't like your surprises for me because typically they're not yeah. fun for me. Like, Are you you're saying a- you don't like Diana Rossini? I mean, no, that's not okay. what I'm saying. You said you have a surprise for me after well, you said you have Diana. Yeah, and usually the surprises you have for me are not presented as surprises. They're presented as I told you that already. So what is today's surprise? Because I don't, I don't know where you are. Number one, and right. I went, I went back through emails and I saw your original email saying. You would be working through Thursday on vacation, and you left on Wednesday. So I know that some games happened and things may have changed, but I don't like surprises. What is this surprise you have for me? I know you don't like surprises. Uh, I am working. This is Thursday. I'm just working remotely. That's all. Remotely. That's, no. That's no not I am said. in North Carolina. My daughter's team, is. they've made it to the Final Four, Northwestern. And uh, they will play Denver and Syracuse and BC, the other two teams. So I am in Carolina here to enjoy the Final Four and perhaps play Pinehurst 2, 4, 8, and 9, and perhaps go to a Dead & Company show. But I am here for my daughter, my family, and the Final Four, Billy. That's what I'm here for. You are yelling today. You're very excited, it I'm seems. Sorry, I am. I, 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 I have a surprise. Yeah, look, see if Whatever you turn down. surprises, da- yeah. Turn down yeah. the volume a little bit on your mic if you can, because you are very excited today, it seems. It's the Harford Whalers news. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, where do you want to start, Billy? So that's where I am. I'm in North Carolina, Final Four. Good luck to Northwestern this weekend. Uh, my family's coming up. I'll be playing golf when they get here. Yes? Wait, where is your family now? You went up without your family? Yeah, so I am up here now because we had to record God Bless Football. Billy, I do do some planning. Like, if I left with my family today, then we'd really be in a rut. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do it for those reasons. I did it yeah. so I could play Pinehurst before my family got up here. I mean, it's really the only. It's really, and my dad's coming. This is very exciting. It's a because, big weekend because of your daughter, because of the golf to play Pinehurst. Okay, you uh, you know who you should have talked to is you should have talked to Taylor before you left because he's a Carolinian. I think. Well, he's a New Yorker, but he's also like in that whole North Carolina. I don't want to say cult. UNC. Yeah. yeah, but it's a cult. He's in that whole like you know that world. also. Also, Skip, you should talk to Skip, see if Skip could hook you up with anything up there. Well, unfortunately for Skip and for Taylor, uh, North Carolina choked and didn't make it to the Final Four. So, But you're there. You're in North Carolina. Yeah, you but not probably... at the University of North Carolina. They run that state. <laughs> Taylor does? Well, not Taylor, but... <laughs> Skipper, maybe. <laughs> I have a question for you. So now that this is the Final Four, right? When is the championship? Sunday. 
Okay, and then we're done with the travels. Then we're going to be all back in studio all the time, or well, no, then the uh, then the Dead and Company the final tour, tour. Yeah. <laughs> that it. kicks in. Right? Okay, <laughs> but I'll be back next week. I was supposed to stay in Carolina for the shows in Charlotte and Raleigh, but I'll be back next week, and then I'll make another quick trip up to Raleigh for the Dead show. How about that? Hey, and perhaps you. some more Pinehurst. You know? Yeah. Thank you for coming back. I mean, that's nice of you. <laughs> You're <a> dick. <laughs> What's the surprise? I don't like surprises. What's the surprise? Do we, want my, do we want the update on the Hartford Whalers first? So for those who do not know, last week on, I don't even think it was God Bless Football. I think it was Stupidity. We were no, talking about football. Was it? Okay. So um, we it were was God Bless Football? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we were talking about the fact that when you go to Connecticut, they still sell Hartford Whalers gear. And we were wondering... Who gets that money if the team doesn't exist anymore? And I believe they became the, the Carolina Hurricanes, right? So we thought maybe they're profiting off of the former team name. Uh, and Mike went and, and did some digging, some reporting. He, I think he, yeah. I don't know what your process was, but you told us that I you went undercover. I, 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 I infiltrated certain areas, but I found out that actually the Carolina Hurricanes get all that money because technically they still own that logo and those rights. And you can go on NHL, like if you go on the official site, you can order Hartford Whalers type stuff from the Carolina Hurricanes page. Ah. So, way to keep giving them your money, Hartford. Now, do the Whalers, do the people who own the Whalers also own the Hurricanes? Is that? Yeah, I think they moved, and that's why okay. the, the, right. the Hurricanes are so hated here. Okay. But they're gone anyway from the playoffs. So Okay. I still feel like the uh, someone someone in Hartford deserves that money. Uh, I'm not certain, but I mean someone associated with that team. So football wise, guys, and it's listen. In South Florida, we are all glued to the hockey team and the basketball team, but the NFL is a uh, is a 12 month proposition now. It never stops. It never ever ever stops. So Billy, what was the big news? What did Chris Sims tease to us last time he was on? Chris Sims is a regular here on God Bless Football, and he was teasing something that he was about to do with Mike Florio on PFT. Chris Sims was doing his annual top 40 quarterback situation, um, and I was wondering where it is that he was going to put Tua, because last year he put Tua, I believe, in the low to mid-20s, or I guess high 20s, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but yeah, I was wondering where he's going to put Tua, because I, I feel like he's still... Here's the funny thing about Sims, if we're going right, to go like super go. deep inside. Right. His jersey is hanging in your room right now, right behind you. Yes. I like Chris Sims. You are loyal to Sims. You love Chris Sims. I I like him. I don't know if I love him still <laughs> after the shenanigans that he pulled. But anyways, oh so Chris Sims, I think it's fair to say, is not a fan of Tua. And he will dispute that, uh, but he is not a fan of Tua. Uh, and it's discredited Tua every time he gets a chance to. All last season, he would just poo-poo all over Tua. You know what I mean? Uh, and then Radio Row and Super Bowl came, and I guess they were supposed to have Tua on, and then Tua came on uh, with Dan, and it didn't go great, let's just say. Uh, and then there was a clip that circulated, and I, it was out of context, and I was viewed as like this horrible person for a question I asked Tua, which was meant to be a lighthearted follow-up to kind of move away from the situation. But missing that context, I looked like just a terrible person. Tua, by the way, 
great guy. Yes, Stu guys. Yeah, yeah, Billy, I'd like to clear that up. Uh, the portions with Dan did not go well. The portions with me and you out at Radio Row went like like swimmingly. Like they, it was fantastic. He loved us. He did. Well, we talked Subway sandwiches. He signed my jersey that I have hanging up over here on we the wall. We did what you're supposed to do at Radio Row for a guest. That's what we did. We you tried, know? yeah. Yes, so anyways, tried. long story short, I guess at some point, uh, Tua made a couple more appearances and then canceled some appearances, allegedly, uh, one of which was with Chris Sims, and then him and Mike Florio did not like that at all. And then they started saying how they didn't think that it was – uh, appropriate to cancel at the last minute, and then they wouldn't refer to him as name uh, by his name, but they kept saying a high-level quarterback. To which I said, "Oh my God, Sims has seen the light. A high-level quarterback in Tua. <laughs> I can't wait to see where he has him ranked in his top forty this year. This yeah. is going to be awesome. He had an awakening, and uh, then his top forty came out, and he has him behind Mac Jones. <laughs> One spot. One spot." So as soon as the rankings came out in a group text, uh, me and Mikey A were peppering you saying he did it just to piss off Billy Gill. But we don't really know. Right. But we don't really know. But we don't really know because Chris Sims, he takes this very seriously. He's very credible. He's the best in the business at breaking down quarterbacks. There is no way he would put together a list and put it in an order just to piss off one man on the planet. Oh, I know what your surprise is now. <laughs> What's your surprise? Is Sims coming on today? You talked to Sims, didn't you? Well, I, I have a text to prove it. Oh, no. <laughs> now, Sims is not coming on because he's currently recording the show that pays him, okay? <laughs> so, I, uh, I sent this to Sims. Did you put Mac Jones ahead of Tua simply to piss off Billy Gill? <laughs> I'm going to flip my phone around and show you the response from one Chris Sims. He's going to say no, I look at tape, blah, blah, blah. It just says blah, yes, blah, blah. doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> Read it, Billy. <laughs> it is a gif of, I believe, Triple H doing the suck it to The Undertaker over and over again. And then it says, suck it, Billy, with a face that is crying laughing. He did. It's not an admission of guilt, but well, it now, is. Now we know he's not a man of integrity, which I always suspected. <laughs> You think this hurts me? You think this hurts me? No, you should I'm be flattered. I'm in his head. I'm in his head. I you like should, this. You should be flattered that as a man who takes this very seriously and does this for a living, was putting together his top 40 list, one of the most popular things he does all year, and you were in his head and he did it specifically for you. <laughs> He's watching game tape, taking notes, and then at one of the notes is just, F you, Billy. <laughs> It'd be great if he had two ahead of Mac and then realized, oh, wait, that's going to make Billy happy. <laughs> this whole, this whole th I mean, we don't need to pick apart his list today because he's not here. We can, and by the way, we need to, we need to come up with our own list because this list is BS. But the he has Justin Fields one spot ahead of Baker Mayfield and Brock Purdy below Baker Mayfield. Like, what are we even, what are we even, what year is he watching tape from? Anyway. <laughs> Billy, you should be flattered and honored today. Seriously, you have affected Chris Sims' sacred top 40 quarterback rankings. I mean, I would feel honored if I were you. I would. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks.
forth to him, man. He's never going to win. He's just he's never going to win in the eyes of people that don't like him. Anyway. You know what? You should listen. Here's here's your strategy. OK, you should say, Sims, you know what? I've started to watch some tape, and you're right about Tua. And then he'll go the other way and give Tua the credit that he deserves. That's Maybe. what you need to do, Billy. I, I don't <laughs> think that'll happen, but sure. Because <laughs> he hates you. I'll do, it right, when, I'll do it when he's down here for the 18 days we have him and uh, Shanahan coming for. That's right. Kyle, right? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to our friend. I'm very excited for this. It's been a while since we spoke to Diana Rossini, uh, NFL reporter for ESPN and a good friend. And the last time I spoke to her, Mikey A., she wasn't a mom. Now she is. Let's Twice. See how- Twice. Twice. I know. Let's see how that's going. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. You know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Ah, I don't remember it like it was yesterday. Sitting back in my dad's pickup truck, me, my dad, Pappy, it's my granddad, I used to call him, fishing at the pond. I remember dad and Pappy going back and forth saying, what is it about this new Miller Lite? Is it that it's less filling or is it the great taste? What I wouldn't give to go back to those times. But you know one thing that Miller Lite does? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Lite Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Hello! Hi! Look how excited you are. We were excited, yet you're the one that is, you seem more excited than I am. Look, the last time I talked to you, I was a loser living with my parents. I don't even think I was married. I stopped talking to you guys. I got married. I have two kids. My career's taken off. I look younger. I've lost weight. Like You're I, welcome. I, I, I have so many friends right. now. We were your toxic I friends. I covered the Jets. Wait, are you saying your life got increasingly better since I left it? Is that what you're saying? Since we left it? I didn't realize I didn't realize you were the problem. <laughs> really? Most most people really? don't until I leave them. <laughs> Stock just went through the roof. Never texted the guy again. Never never called into the show. Never even asked like how are you guys are doing. I don't care because things are so good here. Right. <laughs> Right, but it's but you're on with us now, and so you run the risk of things going the other way on you, you know? Well, you know what happens when things are really good. You just, you're like, you know what? I, I'm bored. I need some excitement again. So so you guys are the black cloud back in my life. It's good to be here. I miss Th- you guys. Things are going too well for me. Let me see if I can spice things up a little. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe the last time I spoke to you, you had no kids. And now you have two. I have a, I have a soon-to-be two-year-old and a seven-month-old. Both boys. It's awesome. Uh, congratulations. You're glowing. You. You're beaming. Yeah, it, it, it's it's been it, my 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 life is insane. It makes no sense to me. Like, I know you don't parent a lot like you golf tons. Yeah. But when you have uh, to like parent because you have babies, uh, like it, it's a lot of work. Yeah, my, my, I mean, my kids are in college. Last time you spoke to me, my kids were entering high school. I mean, now, now my daughter's playing in the final four for Northwestern this weekend. So, so here's the best part. All right, so like, even though you follow people on Twitter, it doesn't mean you're always seeing their stuff, right? So I see very little of you. 
which I don't know why, because I'm, I'm assuming you still tweet a lot. I don't know. You just don't pop up or maybe you're just not registering because right. probably my social media is probably blocking you without even me mm. realizing it to protect me. Right. Anyways, I'm sitting at Jets OTAs and I, you know, the Aaron Rodgers calf thing happens. Then Alan Lazard goes down and, you know, I'm giving updates because everyone is so hungry for the information. And for whatever reason, right before I hop on TV, you tweet, is anyone on the field? Who is on the field? Like something like that. I start dying laughing. Matt Barry comes out to me live. and I'm still giggling, actually. I'm like, you know, like it was great because that, that's kind of how I felt, too, at the time. Well, it was funny because we were doing the main show with Dan and uh, Billy was taking delight in the fact that because I keep telling everyone this is not going to go well because things never go well for the Jets. Okay, so Billy is delighting. He's in my ear. He's cracking up. He's telling me. Diana just reported that Rogers is out. And then five minutes later, he had like tears in his eyes because Lazard went out. <laughs> Why? How, did, how could that have happened on the first day like that? He was, did you see the video? He was throwing a medicine ball, which I was watching and thinking, like, what? I wonder what that does. Like, whatever, you know? And he did maybe three hops with it, right? Because they were like skipping with it. And then he stopped. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> this is going to be the reason the Jets' season goes down the drain because of a medicine ball. Like, so fitting. Yeah, but Zach uh, but Wilson came in and lit it up, I heard, right? He did. I it's know. It's so funny you say it. gets he, worse. I, I was like, look, what did he say? He's going to give that starter hell, and, he did, and he, that's what he's doing. Wait, did he did he really look good? You said that in a way that was like, oh, my God, he looked like a different guy. It was odd, actually. I was like, wow. Oh, and so Jesus. I wanted to make sure my eyes were still seeing, you know, seeing the right thing. and Because sometimes what happens is, you think people are doing what they're supposed to, but they're not even running the script that was giving them. You're like, oh, shoot, oops. you know. So I actually called a couple coaches after practice to talk about Aaron, and Zach came up. And so even one coach offered it up. He's like, Zach looked good, right? I was like, yeah, oh, he looked really good. So, look, I, I think that's great news. QB battle? <laughs> Quarterback competition? Yeah. Well, what do you think? He's asking you seriously. Is there one? Yeah. <laughs> No, I think I think, every, <laughs> I, think, I think everything Aaron Rodgers has done already is just he's doing the right thing. And this sounds crazy when you talk to football people, which you guys are not. But when you talk to people what? who played the game or like coached or you know prior GMs, like they agree. When I've talked about this, the Jets are doing the right thing because they're not messing this up. There are teams out there that would have messed this up. They would have brought Aaron in. And said, uh, you know, we want this is how we do it here, and then you're gonna do that, right? They, at least the Jets are smart enough to say, this guy's won before, four-time MVP, here are the keys to the to the Jets organization. We're gonna do what you need. Right. Yeah, but he knows more about winning than they do. So <laughs> the Jets have no leg to stand on, you know. That's my point. I mean, yeah, obviously right. they did every, they, they they showed their cards by doing everything they possibly could to get the guy in the building. But at least now he's in the building and they they're allowing him to run it as as it should be. Right. Uh, but, Mikey, how do you feel about Zach Wilson? Because Sims is going to be right about that, by the way, too, Billy. <laughs> Zach Wilson's going to turn out to be good. Mikey, you're so mad right now, aren't you? I am so mad because you know what? It's 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 going to happen. We're gonna, He's going to play one mop-up game. He's going to do well. And we're going to be like, oh, when Aaron leaves, here comes Zach Wilson again. And it's just going to be the same old thing again. <laughs> Diana, maybe you're my black cloud. Whoa. <laughs> wow. 
Unbelievable. You know, it's funny. I had a lot of Jets fans the day I was at the OTA tweeting at me. And some were really nice asking questions, but my favorite ones were, get away from the Jets. Like, like, yeah. just because, like the first time I was like aggressively tweeting about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, gosh, I wish we got to see some of the offense, but everything I've been hearing, um, I, I, it's not that it's crisp yet. It can't be. They're all warning each other, right? I can't report anything. of like, man, this one looks great. This one looks great. In fact, I heard the defense was lighting it up um, over the offense at this point right now. But in terms of like what Aaron's doing on the field, like he's stopping plays, calling guys out already. Not not in a um, dictatorship type of way, or, or 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 even in just like an overly aggressive way, but just in a in a coaching. Hey, this is why we do this. This is how I like it. This is how I like this run. Um, I want this route to be on this side. Like, you know, he, he's, he's very hands-on and specific about what he wants. And how do you not follow suit? I saw you guys talking about this on Get Up. He just seems happier being there. Like, he, the seems like to- he seems like a totally different person than he has been the last, like, two years in Green Bay. <laughs> just because of that, like, they've given him the keys and they're like, hey, you're the legend. Let's just follow what you want to do. And he's finally seen the sun. Anyway. Look, it's nice to be loved right i mean you've been doing he's been doing the same thing for 18 years in the same place and and in, in, in a place that I, I don't really think is on the top five list of places that you want to live um and now he gets to live in the best state in the country and and play for you know in front of fans that that are starving right so look i think he looks physically great like he looks younger to me he's enthusiastic um I think he seems like he wants this attention too. He's liking it. You know, I, he had his first little New York moment, right? So he comes out onto the podium and by the way, we didn't even have our full like media there. Like usually you can't even fit in that room and we all had seats. So that, I mean, unless the jets added seats, I don't think so. Like the normal Aaron Rodgers press conference is going to be probably double what it was on Tuesday when I was there, but either way, you're still talking 40 cameras, um still and video and you know the old school's paper reporters still have those cameras that when you when they take a picture it still has that like right sound you know and they don't they don't stop because the quarterback's talking they just keep going right so it's, especially if he's gonna be uh, have an emotional reaction or be animated to something that the, the the snaps go even higher so he went he stopped in the middle of a sentence. He's like, gee, and he said, it. he's like, Jesus, right? Because he, he's not used to that. In Green Bay, he stood at his locker right. with everyone around him. Now he's up at a podium mm-hmm. with a bunch of reporters uh, throwing questions at him, but also just that, that the sound of the cameras. I mean, it's a small, minor little detail, but that's New York. When you said best state, you were talking New York, not New Jersey, right? Like. No, I was talking New Jersey. Yeah, no, no, you weren't. You were not talking about northern New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, you where are. I'm from. It's where I'm from. It's where I live. It's beautiful. I mm-hmm. I offered to give Aaron a tour. Right. Um. How was that? Was is it frosty? Like how when you first saw him? Did he? Because he told you to lose his number. So how was it when you when you went out to uh, to Jets practice? Well, he didn't tell me to lose his number. He he acted like he didn't even know me. That's yeah. worse. He told Shefty to lose his number. He pretended to not know who Diana was, which Ooh, is kind of kind of rude. Yeah. yeah. How'd you feel about that? I felt like I was back in high school. You know, mm. like the guy, you know, when like the guy denies he hooked up with you because he like does he wants to be cool with his friends. He's like, who's that? <laughs> who's that girl? Who's the brunette that's really loud in class president? Mm. Sees you like, in the hallway and acts like he doesn't know you. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. Sorry, I didn't want to go to second base. I'm 15. <laughs> um, You've gone yeah. further than second base since I last spoke to you. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. Grand slams. Twice. <laughs> Still. How, ha- how happy is your mom that you've accomplished all the dreams that she Still. had for you? She's ridiculous. She's an ass. She's like, she's on a whole nother thing. Right. How are you going to raise these kids now that you're working oh, so much? You mm. know, the whole shit. So, yeah. yeah, there's always, there's here, Billy. This is the situation with her. There's always something, right? Yeah, well, you're like, still not on Good Morning America, so. You know, Good Morning America recently asked me to do something, and I w- was so busy what? and slammed, and I had to say no. And I what? kept thinking, this could have been my chance to go on and just do a quick little thing on Tom Brady. And uh, I, I called Jeff Darlington. I'm like, hey, can you do this for me? And he's like, oh, you my sure? God. He's like, this what? is a big moment for you. This is like a family goal. I'm like, I know. Wait. Uh, I, what was so important that you couldn't do it? I actually had to do TV for ESPN. Like I had to uh, actually do it. So, oh, like, God. Uh, what? <laughs> it's Good so, Morning yeah, America. Like, it's ABC. It's the same company. They're all owned by Disney. What's the matter with you? I, I probably should have just done it. So that day that Aaron did that whole, like, I don't know who you are thing. I guess the radio, the, you know, so my dad doesn't watch TV. Like he doesn't even, like he does, he could care less I'm on ESPN. But if I'm on like the fan, you know, if I'm on like local sports <laughs> talk radio in New York, they'll yeah. text me like they're talking about you on the fan. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm actually doing the talking on ESPN. Like, you know, so he was listening, I guess, to some of the conversations they were having. And one of them was that Aaron Rodgers didn't know who I was. And so my dad, my dad texts me, you should be you should reach out to him and introduce yourself. I said, Dad. He knows who I am. I've mm-hmm. interviewed him many times. <laughs> That's what makes it so mean. Is yeah. I've played golf with him. I have gambled with him. Like, this is wow. not somebody. Wow. Best like, friends. We've been at events. Not, not I haven't, like, mm. actually played in his foursome. Like, it's just, we've been at the same events. We've we've had conversation. Right. Um. So it's it's funny that he did that. But, look, I think. It was also a little. It was funny that he picked the girl in it too. Of like, it's like me and Adam, but but the but he doesn't know. Whatever. It was funny in the moment, and you can't get. I spend my day talking about players. I can't all get sensitive when someone doesn't, you know, speak highly of me in that moment. So, uh, yeah. So now I got to see him all the time. So that's fun. Yeah. At least it wasn't like in a giant thing where everyone was waiting to hear from him for months, and then he decided to do it when like millions of people were watching. There. Yeah. I debated. Uh, it's fine. My husband and I had coffee before, you know, breakfast, just talking about the day. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta go see Aaron." I said, "We'll I'm get to him in a minute." Your husband. Go ahead. Uh, I said, I'm gonna, "I'm gonna raise my hand and say, Ooh. hi, Aaron, Diane Rossini. Nice to see you again.'" And then ask my question. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a great idea. My husband's like, "Have some class." Yeah. Wait, so your your dad is not watching you on ESPN because he's sitting there listening to the Greg Giannotti all day. Like that's like... And he doesn't listen to his car. He has one of those little portable radio things no. in his hand. No. And he brings it to my I house. I love that. It's and great. he just you know, always has it up to his ear and he's listening to the thing is that I'm so glad that you can name people on the radio in New York because I don't even know who's on the radio in New York. Oh, he sorry, knows Aaron. That. It's just like I, I, I obviously love where I live and I support everyone from here, but I just, I'm not in my car that much anymore, but parent he's retired. So I don't know what, what he's doing with his time, but sports talk radio, my, my father-in-law lives in Philly. He does the same thing. If I break a story on Twitter, on television, he doesn't know about it, 
But if WP is it WPI? What's that big one in in Philly? WIP. WIP. Yeah. He'll he'll text me right away. They're talking about you and WIP, and it's like again ESPN. I work there. Right. So Watch he's get he's getting your news from Howard Eskin. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> so Howard, uh, so I hate Howard Eskin. I hate Howard Eskin. Yeah. Um, he hates us, by the way. Just so you know, so you're good. No, no. I th- here's the difference. I think because I, I don't know how you've handled it. Like you probably talk about how much you don't like him. I went up to Howard Eskin in Los Angeles recently, and I said, "I hate you." And he oh. said, what? I said, I hate you. I don't like the way you talk about me. You show me no. And I've never done this in my life, by the way. Like, I get along with a lot of people. I don't like everyone, but I don't hate anyone. He's just, he's so mean. And he's been so disrespectful, um, you know, towards a lot of my reporting and the way he talks about me on the air. Uh, and he's like, oh, come on. It's just entertainment. I said, no, no, it's entertaining. Stop talking about me. Uh and he's like, oh, let's make up. I go, no, no, I don't like you. I'm, this isn't like a peace agreement. So, um, yeah, I hate him. You're a badass. I think that your husband gave you horrible advice on how to handle Aaron. I think one, and and like maybe we can help you. One, do that to Aaron. Like in the next one, just don't have a question. Just say, I hate you. I don't like the way you talk about me. Or if you want to take the high road, maybe like raise your hand and say, hi, it's Diana, whatever my last name is, or whatever it is that he said, like very dismissive. Don't even give him your full name and then ask him the question. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I I wish we had the clip of what he actually said. Yeah. Um. By the way, the hardest part about that was I was on TV when it actually happened. So Sage Steele was next to me and somebody else was talking to her left. I think it was Lewis Riddick or, or an anchor. And she said, <laughs> he's like mouthing to me. Aaron Rodgers is pretending he doesn't know you. <laughs> and so I, I know they're going to come on TV and ask me about it, right? So, and credit to Sage in that moment. She, like, looked at me dead in the eye. was like, be classy. Like, like she knows my she knows my Italian temper, right? So she's, like, sure. expecting me to be like, oh, yeah, like, go crazy. But I didn't. Uh, so I, I kept it professional on the air. But inside, I was like, ew, what a, what a dorky move. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm actually really excited to be around him. I think, I think it'll make for a funny relationship. I mean, he, how did, how is it not funny? Like, I'm going to make a joke of it. And I like to think after he talks to me a little bit, he'll realize like, I'm not this crazy mean, per- oh, I'm crazy, but I'm not a mean spirited person. And I love football and I'm going to cover them fairly. You're a wonderful person. You're a great person. You should only ask him questions about Zach Wilson. I think that would be great. That's that's the way I think you should. Hey, Zach looks really good. <laughs> and he's younger. <laughs> I keep catching myself, too, because, you know, we've heard all the rumors about his personal life and his family. You know, uh, I'm like, I'm on TV today with Greeny. And, you know, when you, when you talk about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers with Mike Greenberg, it's like he loses all professionalism. Like he has no the, – the dude is a pro's pro. I've never worked around anyone like Mike Greenberg. He's literally the most talented person I've ever sat next to. Huh. But for whatever reason, when they goes Jets, it just goes off the tracks. Right. And he's not himself. He just becomes a fan. Right. And so, you know, he asked me my takeaway with him and Nathaniel Hackett. And I was like, look, you would think him and Nathaniel Hackett are family. And I, it's like about to come out of my mouth. And I realize that's probably not the best way to put it because, right. you know, it doesn't have that great relationship. So I've been trying to find different ways to describe that relationship, um, you know, because he just look, he, he's new to New York and he's going to get a lot of headlines that I don't even know if he's ready for. Um, 
you know, the, the most common question I've been getting is how do you think he's going to handle the New York market? Right. I don't think I, I've been part of this market for ever, my whole life. I don't think we're scary. I don't think anyone. Asked I agree. That. We're not scary at all. In fact, I think we get charmed easily because most people are blue collar grinders. They, they, they come from a, a from places and a, and a family that worked hard to get to where they are. So everyone just is like, let's just do our jobs and get out of here. No one's trying to get anyone. Um, right. but Especially we'll if you win, Diana. If you win, if he wins and wins early, he'll be celebrated there by okay. the media. The last, oh, every, every, here's the thing that people don't realize. If you're covering a team, you want them to win. You want them to win. It's interesting. It sells papers. The more you win, the more people are excited by it. Um, and more interested, but yeah, I'm, I'm watching the fun little back and forth now. You know, we're all laughing at his jokes, and you know, it's all cute right now. So I have the top ten places to live in America. We're not going to like the results here, but you mentioned Greeny being the most talented person you've ever sat next to. You've sat next to me, just yeah. just just so you know. Yeah, she knows. She, 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 she's yeah, she got it. She's, yeah, ten steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yet I've been hearing, and I don't disagree with you, that you keep giving me uh, all this credit for launching your television career. And I'm flattered by it. I appreciate it. I'll keep doing it. But, I mean, you're not giving it to Greeny. You're giving it to me. And Billy's looking at us like, uh, what the hell are you talking about? Who said, besides, like, the one interview I did with like a Michigan State University journalism student who's, like, a junior in her blog, about like an experience that helped, um, you know, change my career, perhaps have an effect on it. That was when I, I answered her. It's not yeah. like I'm sitting with like big, high profile magazines and writers talking about reflecting on my dumb little career going, oh, yes, yeah, Sugats is the reason. But <laughs> but I will say I have been asked the question in job interviews in my past uh, and meeting other networks along my my trails. Um, when do you think your career started um, to, to get a little steam? And I said, you know, I, I always thought that my football knowledge and my relentless reporting style would, would get me at a big network. And, and I think it helped keep me at ESPN, but it wasn't until Stugatz in, in the most raw moment and in, in, I really think in following his own instincts asked me to do an invitation on my mom and we did it and and that people still come up to me it's i it was five thousand years ago and people still <laughs> at stadiums will come up to be like do your mom do your mom and it's by the way it is still the hardest thing i've ever done on on, on the air because you guys wanted real football information in her accent and it was it was it was just it was difficult yeah what I did was I told you right before we started the bit, and it was great, and you crushed it. I said, I'm not going to bail on you. Like, I am not going to bail on this bit. We're going to make it work, right? And you said, you trust me. That's I what you did. said, you trust And I remember thinking, no! Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying that in interviews, if I could give you a piece of advice. I do owe that day. It was like, a, again, I remember. A I magical day. It was yeah. like a July summer day. No one's working. No one's listening. You're filling in. Dan was on like a 10-year honeymoon. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and no one was really paying attention to me. And you were so desperate to have anyone come on the show. And I You're right. I'm going to walk by. I exactly mean, there's only right. so many times Reese That's Davis exactly can walk right. past the door yeah. and say no. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how uncomfortable you would make, Reese? You'd be like, you are a 
very good looking. Oh like, my just, god! Yes, it yes. was like I don't know where this is going, but but that was uh that was actually ugh, I'll be nice for ten seconds. That moment, forget the fact that it was fun and I enjoyed it and it, and it took off a bit, but it was a great reminder to me, and I've applied it almost every single day and every on air opportunity I get that me being myself. Yes. Uh, will always will always take you to 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 the right place. That moment helped your ascension and was the beginning of Stugatz's downfall, which is incredible. <laughs> I remember running into Jimmy Pataro in the stairwell right after we did it. Jimmy Pataro, the president of ESPN, he was fairly new at the time. And I said, uh, hi, uh, how are you? I'm Diana Rossini. He's like, I, I know who you are. I just heard you on the radio doing an imitation of your mom. It is. I was cracking up in my office, and then he just kept walking, and I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> he was walking downstairs to fire me. Yeah. <laughs> when do they leave? I forgot HR is downstairs. Right. Oh my god, that is too funny. Uh, yeah. I am happy for. Uh, well, thank you. That is that is very. It's the only thing I've ever done for you. Um, but you were great. You are great because you have a great personality. And so that's all I've ever told you is to kind of bring that into your reporting, you know, and you have, I've noticed, I've been watching, I haven't called you, but I've noticed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't call, you don't text. It's okay. But, but I, I know you're always looking out, um, for me, like godfather of some type. Um, because I think you saw that I was the the NFL space is so diluted, you know, there's just so many people, um, and, and it's and you know obviously so many people are such you know are great at reporting. Schefter is the king, um, and I just I wasn't getting any traction, and so I realized I have I have to stop trying to be Susie Culber. I got to stop trying to be Wendy Nix. I got to stop trying to be Shefty, and just deliver information, build relationships, and be myself. And let's see. And and I'm hoping I'm hoping I keep getting better at what I'm doing. I meant to ask you this because for me, when my kids were. A little bit older than your kids are right now. You have two kids. Um, the work balance, the work family balance, uh, started to become difficult for me, and so uh, I was wondering how has that transition been for you? Because I know you're a family person. Family comes first. Those kids are always going to come first before any reporting. I mean, heck, you blew off Good Morning America and let Darlington have it because you care about You have other stuff. You have responsibilities. You're loyal, okay? And so how has that balance been for you? Because I found it to be very difficult when I was going through it. Yeah, it's definitely been the hardest part of everything because you want to be great at your job. And what makes, I think, what's, what has helped separate me over the years are, are those relationships I have with people in the NFL. And those that takes time. Right. To have relationships, you put in the time. It's the opposite of what you and I do as a friend. Right. Like you you call for no reason. You send out text messages. You meet for a drink. You meet for a coffee um, to to keep those relationships going. And when I was single, uh, even newly married, not that I was married that long before we had children, but I had a lot of time and I don't anymore. So in one hand, I became more efficient um, I don't have the bandwidth like I used to. Like I, I've probably lost friends over the last two years. Um, right. I don't think forever. I just think they get it. Um, They'll come back. It, yeah, I, I like to think that. But just I, I have these situations that are difficult for me. Um, like I was talking to a Jets source right around the time when we thought Odell was going to sign with them. And I was about to report that he was going to the Jets. That's how good, that's how close of a deal that was about to get done. 
um, he obviously wound up with the Ravens. And my son is losing his mind in the car seat. He's screaming. so, And he's not like that. And I, I don't know what was happening. But then, you know, as the, as the mother, I'm worried he's hurt. But I need to get the green light from this person to go with the story. It, it was gigantic. It was a Thursday. And I remember it was right after uh, it, was, it was after the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, Aaron Rodgers wasn't official yet, but it was building towards it. So I was like, I got to get this one. And I'm muting the person every time he talks so he can't hear Michael screaming. And I'm just, the whole thing, I'm just like embarrassed. I'm thinking that I'm getting judged. Like that's the hard stuff of when I have to be a mom but also be a pro. And thank God almost everyone I work with is, is in the parent world. Sure. So they get, they, everyone gets it. Everyone like that helps, it. yes, right. It, it does. It's still, I, I will always be self-conscious about it though. Like I'm like, oh man, because it's it's annoying, right? Who wants to hear a baby screaming in the background? So just just things like that have been, are, are really challenging and obviously leaving them, um, which that that part of it hasn't been too hard on the travel. I'm I'm cool once I'm I'm there. Cassie Hubbard gave me great advice when I was pregnant. She said, "Here's the truth. No one's going to say this to you. You can't be in two places at once. You can't. It's impossible. So if you have to be at work, be amazing at your job. Be the best you've ever been because you can't be your kids anyway. So you might as well go be fantastic. Good so I, it's great advice, and I I've kept that uh, in mind." My husband and I just went on vacation for the first time. We went five days, Turks and Caicos, no babies. Nice. And how was that? Horrible. Oh. <laughs> Why? I mean, it's alone time with your hubby. Wonderful. Well, we're, we're trying not to have a third, so let's start there, right? So it was like, all right, let's just you stay mm-hmm. over here. My mom was always like, stop looking at each other, right? So <laughs> stay there. I stay here. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Think, I thought mom would want as many grandchildren as possible, no? no? Okay. Baby, so sick. Because right, I drop so my kids off all the time. I'm like, I got to work. I got to work. I got to make money. <laughs> stop looking at each other. <laughs> you too. You too. This is what he says. You too. Stop, stop doing that. I'm like, doing what? I just told them to sweep the kitchen. Right. Um, so Turks and Caicos, five days. Yeah, just just not good. We were like, we had a great time the first two days because we slept. It's funny. The, the server kept coming over to us on the beach. They had that great like beach service. And like, we keep coming over to just want to give you guys drinks. But every time we come over here, you're sleeping. <laughs> and we're like, sorry, because we our kids still feed at night. I still feed my sons at night, so we're 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 exhausted. Like we're zombies. I'm like I'm dead right now. I'm talking to you. I'm I'm, I'm actually napping while I'm talking to you. Right. Uh, we're it we're happens. Just, we're in it, right? A two year old and a seven month old. It's, it's hell. Um, is your husband helpful? He's amazing. He is he, okay. He's unbelievable. Um, but I started to feel guilty, like. Two days in, I'm like, Kev, we're 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 on the beach, we're having fun. Like we should like we should be with them. Like and then he started to feel guilty. And then we decided to just take this boozy cruise and we felt fine after like seven rum punches. But uh yeah, that it the the whole balancing act and even the you know, I think when you talk balance publicly, I feel like females always get the advantage there because we're the moms and we're looked at as the caring ones. But I don't think we discuss enough how difficult it is for men that have careers as well as parents. If you if you're if you want to be a good dad, right? Because I'm watching my husband struggle, not struggle, but he's he's got challenges as well with his job and what he does and, and wanting to be in the kids lives lives. And, and it's it's hard for everybody. 
I think Billy would be, Billy and Mikey, actually, both would be perfect people to ask. I, I mean, I went through it years ago, and it was difficult because we care about these jobs. Uh, we love these jobs. These jobs are very hard to come by. Um, but we love our children, and we don't want to miss moments. For me, it was missing some of the moments. That was that was tough. Like, Billy, you've had, Billy's great. Like, Billy will flat out tell me, hey, I got to go do this with my kid. We're not doing this right now. Well, I mean, that's because you also call me for an hour and a half every day, and I'm like, Stuga, it's like, do you not hear the baby crying? Like, I'm try- I'm moving closer to Empty nester, Billy, I'm bored. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> trust me, I know that the times calling and complaining to me has replaced the times that you spend with your children. I, I've caught on to that. Billy, don't you love people who call between four and seven? It's oh my like, god! Every clock every day. You got to six thirty. It's like, dude, like this is like bath feeding bedtime. Worst time. Get him to bed earlier. Let's go. It's, <laughs> it's horrendous. It. Kevin and I will sit on the couch after we do the bath, the food, the, the bed, and we look. You would think we went through war. Like we look at each other. Like that's because you did. <laughs> like what just happened? What was that? You know, and, and it's it's such an interesting bond that you connect with your partner when you're doing it. It's not like it makes you love each other more. That's definitely not happening in my household. It's just <laughs> it's just survival. And you're like, wow, like I we're, can't vic- we're victims of the same trauma. Like we've bonded over going through a war together. And some, by the way, lots of nights my wife doesn't make it like she goes to put the baby to sleep and then she falls asleep. And I'm like there alone on the couch and like, well. It's 8.30. I guess I'm done for the day. She's a casualty of war. Yeah. A lot of nights. Yeah. (laughs) You left her behind. There was a time where I, because I grew up very old school. My parents always went to bed together. Like that, that was just, and they've been married 45 years. So to me, like that, that's the, that's the dream. That's what you want. And and my siblings are the same way with their, with their significant others. Now it's get a pillow and just like, if you got to go, go. But like it's survival all the time. Uh, I'm going to get you out of here, and we miss you, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll have you on more often. But who got you the best baby gift? Who got, like, what was the best gift you got? Adam Schefter. He, he's the best. He's just the, I, I love really? that man more and more every, more time I spend with him, the more I talk to him. It was so thoughtful, because here's the thing. The first kid, everyone gives you amazing stuff, right? Steve Levy sent this basket of so much crap and Everyone spent so much money on Mikey. So then I had Joey, and I had I had my baby so close. So I I knew the second one you don't really go. You know I get it. Like you did a big deal for the first. But are Jeff, you saying Levy got you nothing the second one? Nothing, not even a text. He <laughs> saw me classic leaves. He goes pregnant again. I go yeah. Oh, <laughs> and he knows cat. He knows my husband. He's hung out with him a bunch of times. He's like Jesus. He's like heaven man he's got good hair but shit i'm like i know (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no shetty shetty just had all these like personal things like like bibs and blankets all with joey's name on all football things things that i hang in his room like awesome and i had some the the pittsburgh steelers sent me a big basket with with the with the terrible towels and all that crap which you know, we're in an Eagles household now, so yeah, that, that doesn't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> Schefter's incredibly thoughtful. He really is. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, a, it's amazing. I, I, ha- I have great. So I've become really close with him. I love being around this person. He is so socially awkward. He hates the attention. He he's he's actually an awkward person, and I and I and I lean into it, right? Because I'm not. I mean, I'm awkward and weird, but I'm comfortable in it. I'm I, I like to sit in it. 
And so I enjoyed being with him, watching him squirm when like owners of NFL teams are like fanboying over him. They're like, oh, oh. like you have to see, Stu, how people react to Shefty. People right. with juice in football that yes. that are they want to get close to Adam. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. It's 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 incredible to watch. It's why he gets every story. Uh, quickly, who got you the worst gift? Someone that we would know, like the worst. Like just like you were expecting big things, they got you nothing. Oh, Jeff Darlington. <laughs> <laughs> you gave well, him you gave Good him Morning America. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? He definitely sent me a used blanket. No, he did not. <laughs> Darlington. Definitely was like, oh, Will or Kate never use this. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> I will never know. I think it, one of them even on it. I'm like, first of all, I boys do not send me an embroidered blanket with your kid's name on it. Like, what am I going to do with a cape blanket? <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's funny. Uh, good talking football with you. Uh, did we talk football? I don't even yeah. know if we talked football. Ridiculous. I, I, this, this is what you created, though. Because yeah. this happens on all the shows I go on. And yeah. as, what is my title these days? Uh, you tell me. What is it? I mean. It's supposed to be at National NFL Reporter Insider Host. And it's become just, just a clown at this mm. point. Thank you, guys. You know what? You, listen, you deliver the news. You deliver it well. You're one of the best in the business. You and Adam Schefter, okay? But when you come on here, our audience wants to hear about you, <laughs> all the trials and tribulations through motherhood and being married, okay? That's what they want to hear. That's what they expect from us, okay? Well, now that I talk to you, I'll definitely be divorced and lose my kids to to, to him probably. Now oh, jeez. Oh, God. All right. uh, you guys, in a few years with my new husband. <laughs> four more kids yeah. <laughs> all right we love you it's been way too long thank you for doing this and i know you gotta run uh but thank you for the time you're great thank you. gotta go bye diana was great but there were two things i teased a top 10 cities in america to live in list and i never got back to it billy had another football question and billy never got to it because yeah. i think billy felt like we went down a much better path talking about her uh, as a mom, her relationship with her husband, uh, mom, her mom telling her and her husband not to look at each other anymore because she doesn't want them having any more kids. What's going, going on? Watch them. What's going on at Turks and Caicos? Isn't that where Mojo said he went and he didn't like it either? That he was bored. Like I, that has always seemed like a destination I want to go to, but it seems like the people that we talked to that have been there recently didn't love it. So I went to Turks and Caicos for spring break one year back when I was in college. I had a blast, but I was in college. And so wherever you go, you have a blast. For spring right? break, anywhere you go, right. you'll probably have a great time if there's enough people there. But then I went there later on because it was beautiful there, right? Scenic, nice, the water, amazing, hotels, fantastic, right? I went back there, same thing. I, I think my, my, my twin daughters at the time were maybe five or six, and my wife and I just needed to get away. And so it's somewhat close to where we live, Billy, in terms of travel time. And But when I got there, <laughs> it was not spring break, my friend. <laughs> I was bored. I sat there on the beach, but that's what I needed. I needed to be bored, and I wanted to sleep, and that's exactly what I did. What do you get, like, Mikey, if you go away to, to, like, one of these tropical destinations, like, what are you expecting to do there? You know what I mean? 
eat and drink. Yeah, like eat I get, drink would probably be the only thing. They I'd have care like about. jet skis. Yeah. Is there like parasailing? Maybe one day I'll decide. Hey, let me go snorkeling or something. Like that's all I need on a, a vacation <laughs> at the ocean. Like right. I, don't, I don't need any craziness. I yeah, want to be able to order a drink that I can't order at a regular bar. Like I want to like a frozen slushy, like peanut. Oh my thing. god! And I'm like I'm okay. I can do that because I'm in Turks and Caicos. I'm a big Miami Vice guy. Bar. I'm a but big listen, Miami Vice guy. Yeah. But listen, you guys are both in the middle of it uh, in terms of parenthood, right? Like you have little kids. You you absolutely understand everything Diana was just talking about. I am years removed from it. But tell me, you don't like? Do you want a wild vacation right now, Billy, or do you just want to go somewhere and f- sleep? I don't see myself going on a vacation without my children in the near future. Like we're already having conversations about a cruise next year, but a Disney cruise next year. So even like the cruise will be like, hey, kid friendly, also like super expensive. And I don't know why we couldn't have gone on a Disney cruise when I still worked at ESPN and got a discount on it. But that's a story for another day. All right. What was your NFL question? By the way, top 10 cities in America to live in. My wife sent me this yesterday, and she told me don't share it with a specific somebody. All right. Number one on the list is Green Bay, Wisconsin. Why? Your your wife said not to share that? Well, she said don't uh, share it with Aaron, as if I could, right? Yeah. Does she Uh, think you and Aaron are friends? She does, yeah. Okay. She knows we're friends. I mean, you know. Uh, but, Mikey, you ask why, and my response to that is Aaron no longer lives there. <laughs> they got him out of town. It's a much happier place now. <laughs> but why? Why? They're going to lose. <laughs> we had so much football we didn't get to this week. Like what? Yeah. Tom Brady's a, a team owner now. Oh. Uh, Patrick Mahomes says, eh, don't worry about the money. I care about my legacy, which is such a stupid thing to say, it's, by the way. A, what a well, no, it's a great thing to say He we, because he's loaded. And <laughs> it's not a great thing to mean. <laughs> he does. I don't think he does, if I'm going to be honest with you. That, you he, that's, just, that's the you, PR game. That's like, how do I get the fans behind? I don't care about oh, no, it. I just care it, about winning. They all know he cares about the money, but that's yeah. perfect to say that you care about the resume. Yeah. That's well done by Patrick Mahomes. It's why he's the best of the game. Guys, Adrian Peterson. Not officially retired, according to him. So, oh wow, he's back. Yeah, he well, he's not because he's not anywhere. But he's not officially retired. <laughs> he could, he could be back. All right. Anything else we missed? Yeah, I was going to ask Diana, but we didn't get to it. So the oh. Washington Commanders uh, lost their application to being the Washington Commanders because I guess someone else trademarked it before they did, which seems like something you would do before announcing you're the Washington Commanders. Make sure you have that buttoned up. (laughs) Yeah, like make sure you have the rights to the team name you've been going by. So now they may need to change their name again or pay some smart person a ton of money to not have to change everything again. (laughs) Jealous I didn't think of it. (laughs) I really, I mean, same. Oh, man. (laughs) Damn, missed opportunity, Billy. So, someone probably did the same. Well, I guess Mikey told us that's not the case, but someone may have done the same thing with the Hartford Whalers. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to us next week. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but Billy, I think we addressed the things that needed to be addressed for our audience, okay? That's the way we've approached this show. I know there was a bunch of football stuff. You just, you know, you ran through it quickly. We got to it. Uh, but I think they want to hear Chris Sims purposely put Mac Jones ahead of two just to piss you off. And they want to hear Rossini talking about being a mom. Like, that's what our audience wants, you know? We just, we just checked all the boxes in case yes. Metal Arc or DK was asking, why didn't you talk about this? We did. It's in the last two minutes. Right. And when do they get a hold of God Bless Hockey? <laughs> A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. You know another thing that hasn't changed? Is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Ah, I don't remember it like it was yesterday. Sitting back in my dad's pickup truck, me and my dad, Pappy. It's my granddad, I used to call him. Fishing at the pond. I remember dad and pappy going back and forth saying, what is it about this new Miller Lite? Is it that it's less filling or is it the great taste? What I wouldn't give to go back to those times. But you know one thing that Miller Lite does? Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Lite Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.